Good evening, everyone, and welcome to This Week on Stadia. This is episode number 12. It's called Is Stadia Cancel? <laughs> is Stadia Cancel, Chase? No, it is not. Hey, guys, I hope everyone is doing fine. I hope everyone had a good Saturday, especially tonight. We're doing this episode on Saturday night. Once again, our new schedule is Saturdays, 11 a.m. But um, especially tonight, we're doing it at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Saturday. By the way, you can always listen back to this podcast on your favorite platform. And as a always reminder, this podcast is affiliated with StadiaSource.com. It's your number one source for stadia news in your daily stadia news how are you doing chase before i forget asking oh, i'm good i'm good eddie trying to uh live my uh my best life if you will um as i always like to say and uh i am i think we're gonna have a really good conversation tonight man okay, um, before we start brief in brief out i know i know i promise what we're going to talk about one of the subjects um, you were gracious enough to join me earlier today on one of my live streams, and um, I, I tried to really um, focus on the meat and potatoes of it there. I think the way that I want to address that subject is more about our community, uh, and I will do it in a way that I think is uh, time-sensitive, time but also I think is respectful to everyone listening to the podcast. Um, so I, I think that's the best way to handle it. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, guys... Um uh tonight we're gonna go over here i guess um the main topics that chase has shared on his twitter if you didn't have a chance to take a look we're gonna be there's other things here and there that we may talk about as well but the three main topics are there was a screen rent article talking about numbers of um players in the stadia playing destiny 2 that's why uh, I call it this is Stadia Cancel because of those numbers. So, and then we're going to talk a little bit about the Stadia Connect or the lack of Stadia Connect or either the lack of any official communication from Stadia or either any appearance at all. And then I guess we can finally talk about uh, no games that have been announced. But um, starting with uh, the Screen Rant article, let me share with everyone here. So <laughs> if you didn't have a chance to take a look, uh, Screen Rant is a website mostly focused on, on movies, but they always talk about games. And they did an, a number of analysis based on the number of Destiny players. So they said here, the player base for Destiny 2 on Google Stages drops drastically by more than half since launch it. But why? Then the article goes on. But um, I, I, I tried to get the numbers here, but... Uh, okay, uh, yeah, I couldn't get the numbers here. But went, um, I'm Jay, pretty please, sure... Please go the, ahead the... here and talk a little bit about this. Oh, yeah, okay. I pretty... uh, sorry, I, I found it. It says here, a week after launch, Destiny 2 had over 19,000 players on Stadia, but according to Forbes, the number has dropped drastically since then. 
As in January, Destiny had only 8,000 players playing Destiny. And please, my friend, go ahead. Uh, no, I mean, uh, here's here's the thing. My, I said this in um, one of the other discords that I'm in, and I tried to articulate it in a way. I actually wrote these points down because I wanted to be concise about it. One, it was the holiday season. A lot of people step away. They don't play games during that time. That's one piece. Two, um, new games came out um, not too there or not too far after the founders launch, right? So one thing to remember that's a big one with that is we had dark well, Dark Siders came in December, but we had other games that launched in November is what I'm trying to get at. So some people may have jumped over to other titles. The biggest one, and I think this is the one that's the most important, is this was a free game. Okay. You had a lot of people that this was their first either foray, you know, into gaming again or just to get in with Stadium. And ultimately, if Destiny wasn't their cup of tea, they probably walked away from it. So here's what I want to caution everyone on, and I, I don't know if Eddie's going to say the same thing, but you have to be very careful with these clickbait type of articles because there is no context on this article. It doesn't say what the um, what the full picture is. It doesn't paint that full picture. And let me let me put it this way very quickly. If we had Destiny and we had Darksiders as two games, right, and both player pools dropped, that's a different conversation. That's a much different conversation because now you've got a bigger picture, right? A bigger window there. But right now we're looking at one game. We have no idea the context of this. We don't know what the player pools are on the other games. So I would really take this with a grain of salt. And I don't think it's an indication that Stadia is dead. Um, I will add to that saying, myself included, I wasn't a player of Destiny 2. I, once it came out, of course, it was the free game. It was um, the free FPS, uh, and I tried it out. I played with you. I played with uh, some of our friends here from the community. But for me, as Sunny did a very interesting video on Clouding Game X channel, this game didn't click it to me. It wasn't my favorite title ever. So I did play it a little bit, but um, after other games came out, I said, okay, uh, Destiny is not for me. And I think that may have happened with uh, some other players as well on Stadia. And just remember, uh, 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 part of the article says here, uh, you didn't see those no uh, numbers dropping on other platforms because these people who played Destiny 2 on other platforms, they were already part of um, this huge community of Destiny 2. They used to play Destiny 2 before and they continue to play it on their favorite platform. So... The, the thing is, you cannot say the success of a platform is based on a single game that is free and maybe didn't click to everyone and people are moving on to play other games. Look, this... Let me back this up a little bit. I realize my audio is really high. I'm, I'm seeing the bar on your end, Eddie. I... No, no, it's all good. It's all good. I, th I think we're good. But here, here's the, the the crux to this situation and the issue is this is why you got to be really careful about when you're reading an article or you're reading a piece. You need a full 
picture and a full scope of exactly what they're discussing. And this is a snapshot. This is not a, an overall view of Stadia. And this is what I've been, we're going to talk about this in a few minutes, but this is what I've been warning about that right now the media is looking for anything and everything blood in the water to try to come at this service. And it'll make more sense in a moment why I'm bringing that up because we're going to talk about um, kind of an elephant in the room that's, that, that came up um, in regards to the next uh, couple of months. Right. But they got to be, you know, you have to be very careful here. Um, so hopefully, you know, everyone will take that with a grain of salt and not run pants on fire or hair on fire. You know what I mean? Um, that's just kind of the, I hope is the takeaway. Yeah. 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 Uh, <coughs> I'm sorry, guys. So I guess uh, the outtake, we can take this from uh, the, the final word saying about this is that Google didn't release any numbers on Stadia. We know. And Google has been in radio silence for a while. And let me just mute my Google Home before. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know you can still hear phone, but be quiet, please. Um, and that's maybe the reason why people were freaking out, seeing these numbers, seeing uh, articles saying that the number of people interested in Stadia dropped. And that even makes a connection to the, the next subject, which is the Stadia Connect. Um, the first Connect ever happened on a GDC. No, it wasn't a GDC. GDC was the announcement. But the first Connect ever happened later. Uh, but uh, my point is, in about two months, it's going to be one year since the Stadia has been announced. And they did launch on last year, but man, uh, I think the last connect was what was August. No, um, it was in maybe it was, maybe it was. You might be right about that. Now that I think about it, let me try. There wasn't one. Here. There wasn't one that was surrounding um, anything in October. Um, that was the made by Google event. We thought we would get one then yep. there wasn't anything. And I think there might've been one in September, but I, you know, it's crazy. It feels like it's been a lifetime since that period of time to try right. to remember some of that stuff. Um, because let, let's try to recap here. We had a, um, a Stadia Connect where they presented Stadia, another one where they uh, presented games and, and Brendan is saying here that the last connect was in August, but um, yeah, it it may have been that. I think. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. Yeah. So I, 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 I just checked. By the way, I I just checked here the the state uh, YouTube channel. It was on August 19th, the last Connect that we had, which was basically game announcement. Uh, they didn't have anything new to bring about the platform, so we had a lot of game announcements, and it was close to Gamescom time. Yeah, and, and you, you, know, you know why we haven't had a Connect is because, again, 
designed to give us new features and new games. And what has there been a lack of? Games. games. Um, Even the so, features, right? Because uh, the, the features like uh, um, Stream Connect, okay, we got it, but Crowdplay or even State Share, those are features that, okay, they presented to us, but they have been in radio silence. They didn't say, okay, we're launching these features. Uh, John Justice said that the, the features are ready and it's up to the developers to, to implement. But um, even even they they cannot give a connect to say, okay, and now this feature is ready or it's being rolled out. Uh, it's uh, it's something. Yeah, and, and, and again, it comes down to, you know... <sighs> the problem the problem that exists here with this is that because the amount of time that's elapsed with no like like meat and potatoes kind of stuff um it's <laughs> it's kind of left us in a in kind of a bit of a um uh i was going to say dry spell but it, it's left us in kind of this uh, desert, you know, if you will, of just nothing. Um, and, you know, I've said this before that the AMAs really, in my opinion, don't do anything. You know, I know some people are okay with the AMAs, but I really think Google needs to do, and we've talked about this before, do a weekly, bi-weekly, whatever they want to do. Hell, I'd even be happy with once a month, a, um, a YouTube live event where they actually allow um, questions in the chat that aren't pre-selected. I mean, they're going to select what they want to answer. Don't get me wrong. But what I mean is they haven't filtered through it already and tried to, to, to do any type of foolishness. Um, well, to be on Google side on this, they started doing this bi-weekly. Well, uh, I think I said on, on the conversation we had earlier, but they start with a daily update on the Discord, and I think it was on Reddit as well. And then they moved to a weekly update where they were even posting on a blog. And then I think they moved to bi-weekly, and now since last year it has been Radio Science. I know a lot of people are were out on holidays and etc but it is hard for us without uh, as people were saying here on the chat without having a clear roadmap i know maybe google doesn't want to release this kind of information but um it's got to be something that they can communicate with us from the community it's not uh for sure they don't have only um so like a private information of course they need to have some public information well and again the the whole problem with the connect situation again just drawing back to that is you've left again this big vacuum and i do agree one of the writers of stadiasource.com which by the way this uh, podcast is affiliated with check them out um they, Duncan has made this point several times that they are in desperate need of a connect. And here's, here's the reality. He is right. Okay. He is right on this. The problem is if there's no games or no new features to announce, you really can't do that. So where, why are you going to talk about on that connect? It, well, exactly. And, and that goes back to my point about 
they're better off doing this type of community grassroots, you know, kind of conversation, if you will, Eddie, where they are connecting with the community in a live stream type of environment and taking questions. I, I really think that's the way to go here for them. Um, the, the weekly updates, you know, they've been piss poor, to be honest. Um, in some instances, they've been okay in one, one instance, not okay in the other. And, you know, we've said this before, we have to call it both ways. They are doing better communicating. Mm -hmm. Okay. They are communicating more. So we have Mm -hmm. to at least give them from an F up to a D grade. (laughs) Right. So, but you know, they could be doing more. Um, and I, and I, I really think here, here's the thing for me. I guess this is the easiest way for me to say it, Eddie. We got to start taking the gloves off with some of this stuff. I think we're being too, too, too nice about it sometimes um, and saying, oh, well, it'll work itself out. Look, we, one of the things I say all the time is, guys, they're a business, okay? They're competing for our dollar. They need to make us come to the table and say, hey, we are worth your investment. And right now, I don't know that they really are doing that effectively. So I'm looking at it from the business side of the house. I know a lot of you are looking at it from the gaming side of the house. But guess what? The general marketplace is a is you have to focus on it from a business analytics standpoint. So, uh, Chase, I, I want to make a bridge with a subject that we want to tackle here, which is the release of the base version because um all of that be- to say um our pro uh, the pro subscription that came with our founders or premier editions it's expiring by the next month so if we think that there were three months and we got games ahead of the very first day we already got two games uh, there are no more free games without paying for the subscription. Mm-hmm. That said, what happens if you decide not to renew your subscription? Um, okay, we know. Or number one, you will not have, you will lose access to the games that you had claimed before. But if you bought the game, the games you bought even with a discount as a pro member, you got to keep and got to play those games. But um, what happens? Uh, so uh, does my user got ranked down to base? Is this the base launch? Will everyone be able, even not who, people who are not founders or premier edition, be able to now subscribe to Stadia? In other words, is this the launch of the base? And if it is the launch, why are you not? talking about this but uh your thoughts on this chase yeah so here's here's the conundrum um and i I, let me let me because i want to stick to what you just asked and then we can tackle the other side of this to the base piece but google back in the E3, you know, time window, which was with Phil Harrison when he did his interview with Jeff Keighley and then John Justice at Gamescom, we were given the impression and the intimation by the way they explained things that 
the base tier would take effect once the founder subscription um, subsided. Then we got some of the, uh, you know, again, Eddie, correct me if I'm wrong, but we got some of the fine print pieces that came up um, from the, uh, there was some media sourcing, but there was also, I believe, on a couple of the Google sites where early 2020. So what ended up happening is the community, meaning people that are interested in Stadia or have adopted Stadia, and then the media got the understanding that the base tier would be launching in the end of February, beginning of March. So fast forward, we're now to a point in January where, and I've said this before, and I know Eddie Eddie knows I've, I've basically just beat the, the drum to death on this one, but February would be, end of January, beginning of February would be that doomsday clock for them. They'd have to have an announcement out of the launch date and some type of big title to accompany it to really be effective. And we're kind of at a point right now where we're not hearing anything. Um, you know, and and to be fair, January is a slow month in the gaming world, okay? We don't really hear a lot of announcements in January. It's not a big month for game announcements um, in that sense. So, you know, that's a valid argument, and people have presented that before. If Google hadn't already intimated this, then we wouldn't be having this conversation. And moreover... If that wasn't the intent, Google has had multiple in, Google has had multiple uh, instances where they could have corrected the record and told us, the individuals, that hey, that's not what we meant. You you got to stop that. Perfect example. Uh, Stadia cast did an interview. I actually went back and, and confirmed this, where they asked John Justice, "What is the biggest piece of misinformation that you think is going on out there?" You can answer this and say, look, ladies and gentlemen, we know that you were expecting base to happen in this time frame. It's not happening. And then you you clear everything up and you stop the craziness. What has happened since that window all the way to fast forward to current date is it's been this fog of just nothing, no clarification, no indication of what the expectation is. And guys, I'm telling you, you, you cannot, ladies and gentlemen – expect to launch there it is the fog of war (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know i I had to do it sorry (laughs) no you're good man Um, you can't expect to launch this thing and effectively market it in under 30 days it's just not realistic and not to be um in a good spot And, and again if we get to the end of this month and we haven't heard anything about this I'm I'm just telling everybody, if you thought the founders' fallout from the media was bad, I'm just trying to explain to you all. You already see this with what we just talked about earlier with the media and jumping on the Destiny situation from Screen Rant. It will be a hundred times worse than what happened at the founders' launch because Google has put themselves in this corner. Um, And I'll talk about something in a moment of why that's important because this is something that came up this week. Um, but I'll, I'll hold off on that so that you can you can throw your two cents in first, Eddie. Yeah, uh, I'm just gonna. Sorry, guys, I hit the mic here, but I'm, I want to tackle a little bit on the, um, the chat here because um, Chris said uh, just being devs advocate, even without any connects, there were features rolled out like achievements or the store that now can be accessed via the browser. So the thing is, when they did the first connects, it was always like this big event 
where they would go to that giant white room and have big, like, like huge announcements with bringing people and doing that show for, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes, even were the ones with games announcement. Yeah, but these features are smaller features which desire, uh, properly deserve to be announced on a, a nicely manner. If I don't know if they want to call it, I don't know, Pocket Connect or whatever. They got to call it something. But they could have done a better rollout with video, like video communication to us, bringing those features. I, it's Look, again, at the end of the day, it comes down to setting expectations. And this is where I I have to divert from some of the line of thinking because, again – and it's not to fault anyone. We, we all jump into our own bubbles and we think about things from a singular point of view. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes you got to jump outside of that and realize that this is a much bigger situation for them because they have to effectively market this thing to a broad demographic. It's not just the hardcore gamers. You remember I got into that rant. It's not just the median gamers that would be my demographic. It wouldn't just be the casual gamers that only play a couple hours a week. They have to market this thing to everyone. And right now, they are in a spot where, again, we've got to just call it like we see it. They cannot go past the end of this month without saying anything. They cannot. I, I'm telling you guys. Either if it's a yes or it's a no, they gotta say something. Exactly. And and here's the here's the here's the the silver lining in all of this. I have said on Twitter. I said earlier today in the live stream that I did that Eddie hopped in on on my on my YouTube channel that I'm holding out hope. Okay, I am holding out hope that we hear something by the end of the month. even if it's minimalistic, even if it's, hey, look, we're planning to announce something next month, here's when we're expecting the base process. Now, here's what I'll tell you. They better not come out and say, oh, well, we have to push it back or it's not happening at this date because that's going to be bad. But Um, what is this date? Because they never said, uh, as I was showing here on the screen, the, the official communication from Google, they always said Stadia Base coming in 2020. Well, never said that's, the, that's the fine that's, print. That's that's what I'm saying though. Is this is what this says here, and I'm agreeing with you, but this is not how it was implied. Yeah, and that's the difference. This is where we've had this, this cross section of miscommunication. Remember, yep. look, it wasn't this long, this too long ago, folks, where we were at that place of the controller. Okay, remember that. Right. We were just at this place not too long ago about the the actual um, rollout of the Stadia launch and the codes. It wasn't that too long ago when we were at the issue of the games and not having clear communication about that. This is on – I'm sorry, and I I can't – I'm not going to let them get out of this. This is on Google. It really is. It's not on us. No, it's it's clear. They always had a bad communication like – I'm sorry, Chase, I stopped you, but – there's 12 titles for launch. And then when we were on the middle of the podcast, Phil Harrison, or was Jeff Keighley actually tweeted? And then Phil Harrison retweeted. Now it's 22 titles for launch. For launch. Like Google themselves didn't have uh, a strategy communication or didn't have the uh, same vision between the, the team responsible for Stadia. 
and which is looks like is happening here again. Google made all the press and us users believe that the base Stadia base would launch just after the the end of the, our pro, but um, it, they they have like the fine prints just as a lawyer would say. Oh, I have never said that. No, indeed, you had said that. Other people from Google, your employees, said that uh, it will come just after uh, the the pro subscription expires uh, from the founders edition. And then you were saying, yeah, but uh, we said coming in 2020. So it's a clearly miscommunication from Google that once again, here on this scenario here, uh, I am speculating because Google didn't make any, anything clear saying Stadia base is coming just after, although they imply this, but uh, because of the radio silence that we're having, uh, we cannot believe that, okay, they are not launching base. They are not launching base, otherwise they would have been promoting, having been talking about it, and how, otherwise how could K10 launch base? And then goes back to the discussion we had before of, uh, okay, I'm launching base, but I only have the old games that people would buy. No, and, and I'm. I have to be honest. I'm starting to fall more in line with you know. We talked about this earlier today. Your line of thought, Eddie. That I, based off of where we're at right now. Again, I still have hope to the end of the month. But if we get to the end of the month, your scenario that you just discussed is the reality, and it's the reality that is going to put them in a serious pothole, um, that is going to hurt them. Um, and I again, I don't think Google quite understands. Um phone went off. I don't think they quite understand the gravity of what this is going to do. I really truly don't. And this goes back to, you know, the you know, me I'm not trying to be super negative, but who's running the show? Who is in charge of their marketing? Who's in charge of their business strategy because they made all these moves. You remember back when I was doing some of the content way, way back, Eddie, I said that their business strategy up to August was a pretty straightforward business strategy. They were doing the normal moves you'd see with a business and then they just abandoned it. Right. They totally abandoned it. And it's like, what, why would you, what are you doing? And I just don't know if they quite clearly understand at this point, what damage they're about to do to themselves. But and, and they've already just real quick, they've yeah. already created irreparable damage from last year. Exactly. So you don't want to do that times two. <laughs> you know that, that, that that's what I was gonna say because okay that, that indeed happened last year. We had the as you said the controller gate where people were oh my god I cannot play on the phone or on the computer without having the cable. That happened and people were freaking out. Uh, but then people forgot about that at least for now. So my question to you is, do you think it's something that maybe are, we are overreacting and then uh, people will just forget it like in two months? So when it comes to the Stadia, the already established Stadia users will get over it. 
we will get over it. Okay. Where I where I think the problem comes in is the bigger audience and the 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 uncaptured market that they're trying to go after. That's where they're going to hit a serious problem. Um, and here's the thing, and I'm going to go ahead and throw this in here. I'm going to put this on the table. It's like a cafeteria buffet style, if you will. Um, they can't wait. And I guess I'm trying to say this the right way. Let me, let me break this into two segments just very quickly. I'm going to try to keep this concise. I understand the thought process and the logic of if it's not ready, don't launch it. And I agree with that. Okay. I've, I've always said that that's something that you have to do as a business, but you don't set people up with an expectation that it's going to launch. You announce it as quickly as you can. You said this in the past on one of the podcasts. You don't let the Band-Aid sit on there forever and let it bleed to death. So if they get to, to – let's say this thing launches in May instead. That's a serious problem because now you're running up against all the marketing that's going to be starting for the consoles. Right now it's a vacuum. And I, again, this is what I'm trying to say. Like you have to think – it's almost like a chess game. You have to think three steps ahead on some of this stuff. If Google were to do this now, they have the attention of the market. If they do this during the summer, it's just white noise with everything else that's going on, with Sony's announcements, with likely Xbox's announcements, any Nintendo announcements that come out. It'll be white noise. And this is a, this goes back to – and I'm, I'm going to say something today that I haven't said before. Google is still not in a place where they understand the gaming market. They don't. It's quite evident to me at this point that they do not understand – how to met to navigate this properly. Um, and we're going to, I mean, here's the thing we're going to see either I'm going to be right or I'm going to be wrong. And, and Eddie to, you know, in your case, what you broke down, cause I, I tend to agree with you now, mm-hmm. either you're going to be right or you're going to be wrong. It's going to be a wait and see thing. And, and it's, it's also quite evident on this subject matter that they're not necessarily tuning in to what's being said. They usually listen pretty closely to what we're saying in this community. You can tell mm-hmm. on this one, it doesn't seem like they are. So what does that mean? I don't know. Does that mean we're going to get something soon? Maybe, maybe they're going to surprise us. Um, but it, it's going to be a wait and see approach, I think. Okay. Uh, Chase, before uh, I move on here, I have a f- two topics to talk about very quickly. Courtesy our friends from Stadia Source. But um, do you want to address that thing that uh, that happened? Yeah, and I'm going to keep it short and sweet. So, okay. and I want to I want to cite the sources because I want to be very clear about this. I was very impassioned earlier today on my YouTube channel about an incident that happened on Thursday, and I'm not going to keep this in this instance. I want to talk about our community. There was a statement made that we make things up. And it was related to this base launch that Eddie was just talking about, that we were just making up that it was going to launch in March. So if you noticed, I was very careful. I kind of painted the picture a little bit earlier in this about how we heard something from Phil Harrison at E3 with Jeff Keighley. We heard from John Justice at Gamescom. And then there were media sources. And this is the thing. Everyone in our community that are content creators, even podcast creators, we try to do a very careful job of... When, and at least I'm speaking for myself, I approach things with honesty and integrity and I make sure whatever I post, it better have some kind of source material behind it because you need to be factual because people will check you. That's just the reality of the the, the landscape that we live in. Um, so the first sourcing piece that I got originally back when I 
talking about. This was from Android Headlines. It was from October 8th, 2019, and they talked about Stadia Base launching in March. Okay. Then, and we're going to keep rolling through this, then there was an article from All Connect. That was from November 18th, 19, talking about Base launching in February. Then there was a Business Insider article from uh, November 2019, talking about Base launching in February. Then there was an article from Chrome Unboxed, which was in December of 2019, talking about Base launching in February. So here's what I'm trying to say, ultimately, from all of this, is that this was something that you can't just call us being hoodwinked. Okay, the media saw the same thing, and we've been going based off of what the media is saying. So I just want people to know, as far as our community is concerned, don't come with this crap. It's not appropriate. It's not fair. And for all the people that we have in this community, with whether it be Eddie, you know, here, uh, Cloud Gaming X with Sunny and Ace, Generation Stadia, Gloria Stadia, Andy Morphs. Sounds of Stadia, the other podcast, Google Stadia show with PSVG, Dan from Stadia Source. These individuals come at what they do with integrity and with honesty. So it's just not appropriate to see this happen. And I actually was quite saddened by it because it's not necessary. Um, and I had to say something because we we try to do a, a job here that brings facts to the table and me and Eddie say the same thing all the time. It's to help you all be educated consumers at the end of the day and to be honest about this service. If it's great, we'll talk about it. If it's negative, we'll talk about it. You've got to be 100 on this stuff. And that's all I'm going to say about it. You see, I was short, sweet, and concise, Eddie. I did a good job, I think. <laughs> good job, my friend. Good job. So um, I will move here to uh, some other piece of news before um, taking a reading on chat. Um, so first things... It happened this week, a tweet, and that was news here on oops, um, Stadia Source as well, that Benjamin Nicholas, uh, the formerly Ubisoft employee, joins Stadia Games and Entertainment. So um, he put in a tweet here. Hey folks, a bit of announcement. After three years, I'll be leaving Ubisoft as first concept artist hire on Google Stadia First Party. Ubisoft has been an amazing experience and I'm so grateful for my time there. So, taking a look at Ben's profile, uh, he didn't have experience with games before. He, uh, before Ubisoft, he worked at Nike, he worked as art lead on Adidas as well, and then he joined Ubisoft as a senior concept artist who working on senior concept art, working on various Ubisoft IPs, including Watch Dogs Legion. And then he got hired by Google, working as a senior concept artist on Stadia First Party games. So uh, let's wait and see um, what that can come up from too. But that just shuts down a little bit, in my opinion. People who are saying, oh, Stadia is pulling the plug. Stadia is slowing down. No, guys. Wait and see. Uh, developing a game, it's a long haul. Yeah, and one one good piece of, of, of information from that is that the... Um, how do I say this? 
concept artists are usually the individuals that put together the initial rendering of what we're going to see in a game. And then it's taken into production for the game. So this is a good sign. This means track record wise on game development, at least they're on the right track there. Um, and we'll probably be hearing something um, later in the year. Cause if he just got it um, brought on now, that's going to take some time to get him integrated in with the current team that's there, get him up to speed of what they're, you know, what they're thinking about, what they're potentially doing as far as characters, the the game itself, what they think the game is going to be about. It's a process. It's not something that just happens overnight. Sorry, guys. I forgot to unmute myself. <laughs> um, just because uh, I didn't want you to hear me coughing. But uh, anyway, guys, I was talking about... Um, uh, you can see some artists, some arts from these artists from Ubisoft. The um, better now from Google. Uh, but um, the other piece of news, it's Dan Wheeler wrote here, our friend Dan on Stadia Source that we're getting multiple reports of people being able to play a Stadia on other Android app or on other Android phones, non-Pixel. But um, this option appeared just for that se single session where you play on Stadia using um, a third-party controller such as the PS4 or Xbox. So it's nice that uh, Stadia is rolling out to non-Pixel mobiles. But it would be, I guess, bigger piece of news and uh, would tackle a range, uh, a bigger range of uh, users right now if that it's released to iPhones or uh, iOS in general. Because I own an iPad and I would love to play Stadia on the iPad as well. Sorry, I was laughing because Steve Steve Ashton was uh, saying that I thought my ear my AirPods were broken. <laughs> no. <laughs> It was my mic. bad, guys. Sorry. I didn't want to uh, cough on your ears. Yeah, no, no worries. I, I think this goes right in line with what we've been talking about. The um, the prediction that we had that the Android phones would be fully in place by the end of quarter two. Uh, I think sure. they're on track with that. So this fits that, that kind of thought process, again, that they are going that route. Um there's just that, you know, when, when we look at these bits of news, um, these are big things, but it then goes back to what, what's the game plan? Because again, here, here's, let me go back to something real quick, Eddie. And I just thought about this, right? Let's just pretend that nothing was ever said about base. And it was just that it's going to be in 2020. Okay. We'd still be in a vacuum at this point of not knowing what happens when our founder subscription ends. Right. Right, so I, I, I by the there's way, just people here on chat said, uh, I, I think we're gonna, I, I wouldn't mind. Victor said getting another three months for free in <laughs> me neither, but uh, unfortunately, I think Google will start to 
get at 9.99 from your account uh starting the 19th yeah I, I imagine they will but i i just don't i don't know what the goal is and here's the other thing what happens if you don't renew do you yep. get bait they kick you off stadia completely we don't know these things we don't know this stuff like this is and i i think that's i'm trying to, to again paint this bigger picture that's what i'm trying to say there is no indication here of what their game plan is and i i just don't think this is going to be good media wise going into february and not saying anything they they really you know again I, I have to be frank they really have to say something before the end of this month and if it means that it's just look we're launching the base tier on this date and they tell us it's later than march i i could potentially live with that if it's not may forward like i think that's a problem if you do it in may and beyond you're 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 in a serious i think uh, you know uh, unfortunate event there but I, they got to say something and i and again i think maybe here's here's what i think again just pondering this and thinking about it out loud is i'm wondering if they have caught on that they need to have something to pull people in for that base launch meaning a game and they don't have a game yeah you know what i mean so that, that goes back to my my um the thing that i said before about maybe they will launch this base game with a big title aka cyberpunk if cyberpunk launches on stadia in april yeah and we don't even know if that's gonna happen yep <laughs> so th there's just there's too many there's too many you know this goes back to god I, I hate that i have to admit this but i'm gonna have to this goes back to donnie from psvg there's too many if statements well if this if this if this if this if this um they they have got to come correct 2020 right now and they've got to be clear concise and direct no more of this ambiguity they cannot i'm telling you guys i i'm so impassioned about this because it's just it's that business background and acumen that i have you cannot operate like that in the marketplace people will bludgeon you to death and I'm saying that figuratively in regards to the market share and your your sales and people choosing you as a as a choice, um, you know, in the in the marketplace. So if you can't come correct in that sense, you are going to run into problems. There's a lot of again, we, we've seen a lot of growth from them communication wise in the past couple of weeks and the last month and a half, but it's not enough, and we have to call it like we see it. Um, I'm enjoying Stadia. I don't want people to think, again, I always say this, Chase, you're being too negative or Chase, you're being too positive. We just got to be honest. That's really what it is. I, I think for me now, I'm going to start saying this. Maybe don't focus on, hey, I'm talking about positive or, hey, I'm talking about negative. Let's just be honest about where we're at right now with this service. Let's be honest. And if it's positive, great. If it's negative, great. But let's focus on it from that perspective. Um, and I know everyone's not going to agree with me and that's okay. You know, I understand people come to the table with different viewpoints and they come with it from different backgrounds, but I, I'm trying to help provoke some thought, you know, and that's, that's kind of where my, my mindset, you know, comes from with everything that I do. And I know, um, again, beating a dead horse. All right, I'm done. Okay, my friend. No, uh, while you were speaking, I was listening and I was trying to find here if there was any fine print on Stadia website talking about the pro or what would happen 
uh, when you expire. But um, on my quick scan here, I couldn't find suggestors. Just manage your subscription. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think, Chase, uh, we covered everything that we had to talk about on the podcast that we had uh, planned. So let's go over here and take a look at chat and see if we miss anything. There's actually a good comment that I wanted to highlight real quick, and I yes, actually want to. Go ahead. I want to. I want to adjust what's being said because we talked earlier today. Um, Charles said, "What did y'all think about that newsletter?" P.S. You mentioned the other plat- or consoles not launching with exclusives. This could put the fire under Google. I actually think, and you know, again, sometimes you have to take yourself out of and read with a third eye or listen with a third ear sometimes. I'm almost wondering if the consoles themselves are choosing not to launch with an exclusive because then the onus is then on the cloud console. Think about this. If they don't launch with an exclusive and the console doesn't have an exclusive, well, then why would you want to go over and jump onto Stadia? It's a argument that that they can make you know we there's no other games over there that would be of interest to you why go to that when you can go to this but then google's got a compelling argument they can say well look you don't have to buy a console that's their argument that's a good argument but uh, if the consoles are thinking on that and competing with stadia from what we can see right now the consoles can say hey we have all the games you want to play all the big titles are launching on our, in our platform, being exclusives or not. We're launching without any exclusive. But hey, do you want to play Call of Duty? Do you want to play FIFA? That's, that's my point. That's exactly yeah. it. And that's what Stadia doesn't have right now. So even though they don't have exclusives, they have the library of content behind right. them. And sometimes, again, you have to look at this from a chess move perspective that maybe that's what they're thinking is we don't need exclusives right now because Google hasn't put the onus on us right now. I think it's still. A, I still. I still think that the console companies, meaning Xbox and Sony, are playing a little bit with fire. Um, if Google comes correct, and again, there's that if statement. If they come correct, but you know, it, it's it's interesting. I, it, it's just a line of thought. I'm not saying that it's right or it's wrong. It's a thought-provoking piece because sometimes companies do weird things that don't make sense in the moment. And, and here's the thing. Someone's going to use that against me. They're going to say, well, Google could be doing that, you know, behind the scenes. And you, you guess what? You're right. Yep. That's a valid argument. You know, I can't, I can't fault you for saying something like that. I'm just working with what we know because the consoles have said this explicitly versus we don't, there's a lot of things we don't know from Stadia because they haven't said it explicitly. So. No. Yep. Uh, well, taking another comment here from the end of the, the discussion on the chat, Chris mentioning about uh, Hazer Kishi. Have you seen that device, Chase? Is that is it like a USB thing? No, it's like Razer launching a a Nintendo Switch, but it's not a Nintendo Switch, but that it is a Nintendo Switch. Oh, oh, wait a minute! Is it the thing that goes into the phone? Um, I'm not sure it goes into the phone. I think it, it, um, itself, it's like a computer. Okay. never mind. No, I I don't know. I haven't seen it then. Yeah. It's this thing here or. Are you sure? No, I think this is it. Yeah. This one goes on the phone. I I was 
I think the other is not uh, from Razer, actually. No, yeah, this one goes on the phone. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about, because that I had seen, and that's interesting, because, again, that competes with the um, the one that we already see on the Google Store that can right. plug into a Pixel device. So, you know, if you can um, offer yeah. something that's compatible. Yeah, no, uh, you're right. Yeah, that's very interesting, especially for people who had... Uh... Oh my god, I keep forgetting the name of the, the platform for from NVIDIA. GeForce Now. GeForce Now. <laughs> I, I know. gotta come up with a better name. <laughs> hey. By the way, while we're that just made me think of something. While we're on this topic of conver not not on this topic of conversation, uh -huh. but just thinking ahead, um, we do need to shout out I don't have the dates in front of me. If you want to grab them ah, real quick, Eddie, okay, the, okay. Uh, the 40 car races that Generation Stadia and Cloud Gaming X are doing, um, Stadia Source actually wrote an article about this, um, citing what the individuals are doing, um, meaning Sunny from Cloud Gaming X and um, Generation. And I said Ace before because cloud gaming X is sunny and ace to me, you know, it's both of them together. So, but anyways, this is gonna be very interesting because again, this is going to be one of those instances where you get to see something that stadia alone is only capable of doing. And that's 40 actual players, not AI, 40 actual players, uh, racing on a racetrack. Yeah, that, that's going to be awesome. I will be on that race for sure. I already spoke with the guys. Uh, it's going to be happening on the next two Saturdays at uh, always at 5 p.m eastern time uh it's gonna be the 40 players race people oh hey i think ace is joining us here so um the first weekend is gonna happen on state on um, cloud gaming x channel and the second weekend is gonna happen on generation stadia channel on both channels you can watch this 40 games races on the live stream and Man, it's gonna be chaotic, like really chaotic. I can imagine the. Uh, I still want to talk to them and see how they if they're gonna organize like uh, fastest lap to see who who runs first and who runs for for this. I mean, to be honest, that would be cool to see qualifying. You know, yeah. that, that, that's the thing about this is, and, and you know, one thing that's really popular, and I know because my friend does it, is sim racing. Sim racing is. Huge across the world i mean people have literal rigs in their houses um right. that have the pedals it has the tv with three monitors they have the speakers behind their head it's a big deal and this has again if they can get a sim racing title on this like a gran turismo or an assetta yep. corsa they could have some really big success in that community on this platform because it would be on the go people could say okay Normally, I'd like to play in my rig, but I'll try it out on my phone for a little bit, maybe just to yeah, no, get caught uh, up. Gr like that, Grid so. is developed by Codemasters, which is, they are very specialized in racing games. They did Formula One as well. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I hope they they can come up with like a sim racing. And that would be awesome to see on Stadia as well. But just by having this 40 cars or better 40 actual people running on the same track and it's gonna be very interesting to see because myself playing that uh not destiny myself playing grid i think a maximum of players i could find was three without having any community event like uh, going on 
and that's gonna be huge it's gonna be a a huge race and and it's props to then again kudos to ace sunny and generation stadia to bring this together because uh without then right now doing this the community off grid can couldn't do this so proper kudos again and uh, i can't wait for next saturday it's it's awesome i'm i'm super excited to see it i i listen i'm not a racing person by nature so it's not something that i probably would want to do meaning not not doing the 40 car race but just racing in general racing games but i'm gonna watch it i think it's interesting i think it's it's gonna be fun you're gonna have people that are gonna they're gonna be crap talking and that's gonna be funny um which is good i mean again yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's fun it, it's a fun thing to do so I really, I, I really encourage everybody, even if you're not racing, go support this. This is a really big deal. A lot of effort into this, and I think they really deserve um, everybody from our community viewing, watching, or participating, if you can. Um, I think it's a big deal. Okay. Um, what else we have here on chat, Chase? Um, I was just looking. I was actually going through. Let me see here real quick. Hold on, because I think there was one or two that I might have wanted to snag or grab real quick hold on uh, i, I want to talk about the quick one i found here from stevie ashton i said it many times they should uh have had pro games lined up separate to the games coming out also they need to release a good game games in february to keep the pro subscriptions so if i'm not wrong doom eternal releases in march and the Doom 2016, I still have my hopes high that it's going to be a free game. So you got to play a little bit of Doom before actually purchasing the new Doom title. That's something I haven't, I didn't think about again, that maybe they're going to try to leverage that a little bit. By the um, way, if it's it, March 20th. Yeah, if the base tier rolls out around then. Um, hold on a second. Uh... Okay, now that I was trying to see if there was something else on here that I was going to grab. Um, Charles said, are they doing any sellers? Look at this. Yeah, that's a good shout, Charles. Um, I, you know, Ace here is here in the chat, so I'll let Ace address what their expectations are for the format of this because I, I don't know what they're going to be doing and I don't want to speak out of turn. Um, but I do agree. Here's what I will say I think Stadia would be very naive and would miss an opportunity not to highlight the fact that this is happening. Um, if they could do something about this and could get involved, I think it's better for everybody. I think it's better for the YouTube creators, but I also think it's a highlight for Stadia to say, look, here's the actual 40 car race. Yeah, like, no. you know, again, yeah. use it as an example, use it as an example. <laughs> yeah. By the way, if we could, uh, we could get like a, of course, uh, if the stadia thing actually retweeted or or something um, uh, from Ace, Sunny, or Generation talking about this race, uh, it, it's free promotion to them, and it's gonna either to join on the live stream or either later to watch. Hey guys, look, the the forty players race actually happened on on grid. It's not something that uh, we said about it, uh, but you cannot see anywhere because right now if you look at 40 players race on grid on youtube you cannot see there yep yep it man there's so like i 
I don't we're gonna want to go off on any type of a rant here, but there's so much potential for them to highlight and use because it's their platform. You know, they can use content from it. They can take videos. They can rip it. They can take live stream stuff um, and utilize it. I just think they're missing a lot of opportunities. And this is one that, again, this goes back to that, the Game Awards. Do a live demo. Show this as an example of what Stadia can do. It's such a great opportunity for them. I really wish they had someone, you know, again, this goes back to what we said earlier, a forward-thinking um, business strategist, because if they did, that was tied in with their marketing division. There are so many opportunities here to take actual gameplay. And look, they can take the videos of the people playing, like having fun and going, Hey, I knocked them off the track. And then you, they, they do the zoom ins of the 40 cars. Like there's so much potential there to make this, yep. you see, even Eddie's smiling. It, it brings a smile to your face. Cause if you were watching that, you'd be like, Holy crap, this is cool. People are having fun. People are enjoying it. Like you could do that kind of stuff. And I just think Google has got to get out of this Silicon Valley mindset. They've got to start getting into this gaming industry mindset. And I just, again, I think that's the takeaway for me tonight is they're still not there as of the second week of January, 2020. And they got to get there soon. Um, somebody early here on chat said that technically last week, um, was uh, there were a lot of people on holidays, indeed. Uh, so uh, it, it's okay to say that the second week of January was the first week of work of January. And since uh, Google is working, doing um, the development on Google, it's following that methodology of every two weeks there are deliverables. I do hope that uh, by next week we got an update, either uh on the discords or the the reddit because we didn't heard anything at all on the last uh, since the last year from google on those places yes we did had on the community events on reddit where they were asking people to send uh their personalized skins for controllers uh people to take pictures creative pictures of you playing stadia but um officially communication say hey guys this is our last update since the we just spoke to you guys there was nothing and by the way there was uh one bug that people were talking about um rage two players that um not a well there are not a lot of uh, rage two players but there was one bug in the system where you could not log into the game but uh looks like that bug is fixed so if you purchase that game and you stop the playing you can go ahead and get back to it good stuff good good stuff yeah i uh, the they've they've got to they got to get out ahead of this and and if it, if it's something that has to do with the base launch it needs to be multi a multi-approach. They need to hit Discord, they need to hit Twitter, and they need to start a marketing blitz on television. I can't stress this enough. They got to get this thing out in front of the masses and get their eyes on it and focus. Dear God, I can't stress this enough. Focus on what makes Stadia great. Convenience and cost. That's what sells this thing. And then the cherry on top and everyone has said this from day one, and, and this was the third point we were going to talk about tonight, was games, games, games. 
if you're going to say that you're going to get the latest and greatest titles and that's your mantra and they've said that publicly, then you better live by it. You that better ad, right? That ad, that crazy ad said, Stadia has the games you're looking for. So bring the games I'm looking for, Stadia. I know you cannot bring exclusives such as The Last of Us, but bring me the games. And just a quick one talking about ads. I'm just looking here at PC Gamer. This is the kind of ad that I've seen, but I am a Stadia fan and I'm looking at game-related content. There's always a, a, an ad from Stadia. And guys, please don't mind the price. This is Canadian dollars. But um, sometimes, depending on the website you're searching for, and since uh, we are Stadia fans, I don't know if... Uh, People who doesn't look for Stadia will be able to see this kind of uh, ad, which is the ad choices from Google themselves. Yeah, and that's why the internet's not enough. The television yeah. market is going to be where you need to hit it. And there's still enough of a, a demo out there that watches regular over-the-air television and uh, TV that has some measured advertisements in it, whether that's through... Um, YouTube TV, Hulu, um, Netflix doesn't have any ads, but you know any of those those services where there are still some ad placements, they got to hit that stuff like heavy, right. um, and they got the money to do it. So I don't want to hear the excuse from them that they don't have the dollars to invest in this. They absolutely do, and they're going to need to flex in that if they don't necessarily flex with three or four games at the base launch and it's just one big title then you better flex in the marketing and you better make it big absolutely and especially on youtube right the they could target so much uh like imagine those guys who talk bad things about stadia and on the beginning of their video say okay this guy is going to talk bad things about us but why don't you try it first Go ahead and try it by yourself. Like, uh, you know what would be good if they could launch together with Base? Demos. Like, you play a demo of a game before you're deciding to get the game. I know we have the possibility of a refund, but uh, if they could launch Base together with a demo, because that would give the opportunity of people to actually try the game just by having a subscription. And... That would, I guess, convince the players. All right. Project made a really good comment here. Um, he said, uh, yes, Chase, why are we thinking of all these great ideas for free when Google is paying people to do so? It has the potential to shake the foundation of this industry. They better make noise in 2020. And, you know, I have to be honest with you guys. I don't, I don't know who's leading their marketing and their business strategic division over there. I don't. Because some of this stuff... You know, I, I don't want to be I don't want to be a jerk, but I, I have to say it as plain as I can say it. I'm not trying to be sarcastic. Some of these things are in plain sight, ladies and gentlemen. This isn't rocket science. This is simple business practices and business analytics. It doesn't take someone to go to Harvard to understand some of this stuff. You can learn this stuff in a two year degree. Um, so that's why I'm just kind of like, what are y'all doing over there? And I think, again, someone said this other. That's why I said the Silicon Valley comment. I think they're stuck in their own bubble over there. And they just, they're not, it's almost like being a recluse, you know, in your, your house. And you don't go outside and realize it's actually raining outside or that there's clouds outside. 
I think they don't realize what is actually what it takes in the gaming industry to capture the market, but they better figure it out fast. I'm telling everybody, you know, I, I can't say this enough. I don't want to be the person that's sounding the alarm. I don't want to be a, a pessimist and I don't want to, I don't want to cause dread and dreary and um, negativity, but I got to keep it authentic at the same time. Um, and I want it that that's the biggest thing for me. I want to see Stadia succeed. I want competition in this space. We have to have competition. We have to. Right. Otherwise, we all are going to suffer if it's only one player in the market. Right, right. Yeah, as we said before, the January is always a slow month of games. But uh, 2020 is going to be uh, the year where that may shape the whole next generation thing. Like, Uh, either be because of the fail of uh, the potential cloud game, we're gonna have another generation of consoles. So uh, it's the Kickstarter that that brings everything else together. Like we had the last generation with uh, the Sony leading the generation, and as I said before, uh, by the end of the generation, we know that Sony won this. This war against uh, Microsoft, but twenty twenty is going to take the shape on that, and we'll see. Yeah, and project. What I'll say to your comment that you just wrote on there is that the way that Phil Harrison um, and his team are that clueless. It's not an issue of clueless. It's an issue of approaching it from a a a outside world perspective versus the Google perspective. And I and you have to understand the way that, that, that Google operates as a company. And I, I, you know, Eddie, if you want to chime in on this or, or back me up, yep. they they all those divisions at Google still have to answer to higher ups within those divisions, also just like that, any yep. business. But it, they're very tight and constrained over there about what they allow folks to do and not do. And I mean more so than a lot of the other companies that exist in Silicon Valley. They are very measured and very, very structured about the way that they do business. So in this space, they can't act like Google. That's what I'm trying to say. They have to be a gaming company. They have to let the reins off and let Phil Harrison and that team, if they have good people in there that are smart business people. I don't. And again, we don't know who's on their business strategic division. Jade Raymond is a game developer. Does she have the background? Does she have the, the know-it-all? Does she have the ability to tell people, hey, you're messing up? Absolutely. Does Jack Buser have that ability? Absolutely. Does Phil Harrison have that ability? Absolutely. But that doesn't mean that they have the final say-so on some of this stuff, guys. If there's a business strategic division there, and they're the ones that are driving everything, and they're getting the, the calls from the higher-ups and saying, hey, Phil, you're going to do this. Hey, business strategic division, no, we're not signing off on this. You have to do this. Well, guess what? They're going to have to go the route that they're being told. So it, I think it may just be an issue of there might be too much, there might be either too much overthinking, too much hands-on, or, and this is the one that, I, that kind of scares me, and I don't really want to say this one, but it could be that the people that are in that division are not properly aligned with the mindset of the people that are from the gaming space. So you have people that are focused on the gaming mindset versus people that are focused on business and don't understand the gaming landscape itself. Same thing with the marketing division. That would be a problem. Okay, so uh, I want to tackle something um, I said here and Ace mentioned. So 
Um, I truly don't think cloud gaming is going to fail, uh, Ace said. And I agree with you. I think cloud gaming, it's not going to fail. It's going to be the future. But the future could be now if the big player right now from streaming, which is Google. I know we had, uh, as we spoke earlier, there is Shadow. There is also, um, again, I forgot the <laughs> names. Oh, my God. Well, anyway, and Microsoft is also coming with Projects Cloud. The thing is, Google proved the technology work, and I guess that was their only mindset at the beginning. We got to prove to these people that this thing works because nobody thought it was possible to play games on cloud. And now it's proven that we go ahead, we play in the latency. Uh, it's not something that a regular player, not a... A competitive player can feel it and it's proven okay but what about the next thing which is relating to games and it, it got me thinking a little bit what everyone was saying here like uh i know phil harrison i know jade raymond and all these people you mentioned about they always work at places where they had a strong fan base with um, only support, I know there were a little bit haters, but the amount of hate that Stadia gets, I think it's something that uh, no console before had. So well, uh, they, also, they also had more creative control, and I'm not saying that that's what's happening here, but I just want to again, I want to throw that in there very quickly, and then bounce back out so you can finish your sure. thought. They 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 had creative control at the places that they were at. I don't, I'm not convinced that that's the case here. And I could be wrong that that isn't the case or that, that, that they do have creative control. I'm just, there's too many things that make my spidey sense go off on my arm that tell me when you start seeing some of these things that go, hmm, wait a minute, that doesn't smell right. Or, hey, that doesn't make sense. That's why I said what I said a little bit earlier. But again, go ahead no, and finish your thought. No, no, no. My, my line of thought was uh, to finish was, uh, I don't know if it's something that, they were expecting probably not in that amount of hate and uh, uh, Victor, Victor had a very good argument here earlier saying that uh, maybe Stadia is running on the silent uh, silent running after the xCloud announcement where they bring okay we have xCloud Pro project xCloud I know it's still a beta but you can find 50 games there 50 plus while on stadia the whole platform has less than 20 so maybe because of that i know again they proved the concept cloud game is working cloud game is working on xcloud but uh what about games we're still missing some games on stadia i know it's not easy it's harder to install those games right now on stadia i'm gonna say install not port because uh, it's uh, something different and <laughs> But um, I, I really hope that Stadia team is working on a silence mode. And when they are coming, they are coming with something big that shut us, like shut down me, Chase, and everyone who was talking. That's I what hope, we, we hope, right? Yes. yes. And, and that's the thing. I don't want to be right. Like, I'm just telling you what I'm seeing and I'm trying to analyze and dissect when you look at it again, my my whole viewpoint on a lot of things with gaming when I talk about this stuff is from that business lens. 
That's how I'm looking at it. I'm not looking at it as a gamer or as a fan. I talk about things as a fan, but I try to dissect this based off of well, what would be the most logical step to take as a business. And they're just not doing those things. And that's why I'm saying what I'm saying. All right, Chase, I guess uh, that's a wrap for the podcast. Uh, hang on, chat. We're going to continue here. So I'm just going to wrap up the podcast here to the folks listening back. Uh, once again, thanks everyone who joined us tonight to on the live recording of the, this podcast. This show is always recorded every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We had a special occasion tonight. And once again, this podcast is affiliated with StadiaStars.com. It's your number one source for Stadia news. Don't forget to check StadiaStars.com. That's it. That's a wrap, my friend. Thanks, Chase, for the show. Uh, and thanks, chat, for joining us tonight. Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>